Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. Doing good. How about yourself? Uh, you're not doing good. You, no. Oh, no. You, I... you came in here in a very aggressive manner, and uh, <laughs> you've been uh, being bossy the entire time. So Don't touch my monkey. Don't touch my monkey. <laughs> no, you are going to touch the monkey, because uh, okay. I told you not to touch the monkey. Okay. So, you know, you're very easily to be able to be controlled because if I tell you to do something, you won't do something. So right. knowing that, I'll tell you to do something that I, I'll tell you not to do something that I do want you to do. Yeah. And then you'll do it. Okay. Taste my rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> taste in the rainbow. Hold on. I have no idea what that means anyway. You just started <laughs> coming in and saying, don't touch the monkey or something like well, that. Well, it was one of those stories that you had on there, the monkey pox story. Yeah. But so I, all I, I thought I, about was Peter Gabriel and touch the monkey, the fucking that's song. Not, the, the song is not touch the monkey. It's shock the monkey. Oh, shock the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you Oops. idiot. Jesus Christ. You know what it is? Hold on. I got the Peter Gabriel song and then Silence of the Lamb mixed up. What part of Silence of the well, Lamb? You know, it, it puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. <laughs> so touch the monkey. <laughs> That's some twisted ass shit your, right there. Your mind is a terrifying and entertaining place. I yes. just have to say that. So, just, hold on. Before we go any further, though, I'd like to welcome uh, Travis to the conspicuous duffel bag level. And Grant Williams to the curbside switcheroo level. Welcome, new subscribers. Welcome, new subscribers. And if you would like to be a subscriber, you go About to Patreon. About time you all stop being freeloaders and, and actually ponied up a bit. I, yeah. if, you'd like to, <laughs> if you'd like to not have Adrian's wrath, go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage, and uh, you can sign up there. Um, all right, so let's... Yeah, what, what the fuck are we going to talk about this week? I mean, it's been such a slow news week. I, I got nothing. You know, uh, yeah, I think we can probably do most of the show on Uber stories and, uh, you know, backyard li- wildlife. Uh, well, we can't do ones on Uber stories this week, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I guess you I mentioned something it. about that. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. So okay. hey, for, I got to hear what's going on because you wouldn't tell me before the show yeah. what's going on. All so. Right. so Sunday night down in Soho, I'm driving and they have on Howard a a trick. I, I'll call it a trick. Right. They won't let you go right on the red light. OK. Is there a sign? I guess there is. I didn't okay. see it, but I guess there is. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. <laughs> so I, I take a right yeah. and instantly get pulled. Right. And I'm like, well, he's probably, they're probably just looking for drunks. So right. I pull over, got my ID ready. He's like, do you know you can't go right on that red? I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, no, I didn't know that. He's like, well, there's two sides. Like, All right. Now I didn't know that. Goes back, comes back, and your license is suspended. What? I'm like, what? My license is suspended insurance some insurance thing like they, they said did you change insurance. insurance policies recently or yeah i think we did okay so he wrote me a ticket for unknowingly not having insurance right well because of that and then i couldn't drive the car after that right of course and he stayed yeah 
and I'm in Tampa. Right. So John and Danielle have to get out of bed at one in the morning on Sunday or Monday morning, come grab me and bring the car back. Right. Now on and Monday being June and Monday being the federally uh, uh, the federal holiday for Juneteenth. Right. Nothing's open that day. Right. So I got to wait till Tuesday. Now I get my license back instantly, basically. Right. You just showed them the new proof of insurance and it's and okay. I got my but they, the cop took my license though. He took it. He took it. I didn't think they were supposed to do that. He said it was a dick move. Right. It was a dick move. But at the same time, Uber has to do an investigation. Right. So while they're doing the investigation, you're off the app. Hmm. So now I had to move this week anyway. So I was needed at home, to be honest with you. Right. And I wouldn't have stayed home unless I have to stay home. So I was able to help with the move. So thank God I was able to help with the move. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you boil it all down. Uh, that all of it is so much bullshit. I mean, think of all the things that you just did that were so fucking arbitrary. The first one is the fact that you can't turn right on this red for no good reason at all. You could do it at safely. one in the morning. You did it safely. Yes. So there was no re- reason to have that rule. Yes. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Second is the arbitrary requirement that you carry insurance in our order to have a driver's license, now, hold which on. we talked about. Let me just say this too, though, by Go the way. Ahead. On the vehicle I was driving, it was the rental. It was insured. Right. Right. Well, it, it's just a thing. Anytime you change insurance policies, the canceling policy notifies the state. And a lot of times, the state either fucks it up or the new policyholder doesn't notify them in the timely enough manner. Yeah. That, so there's always... A, and it happens all the time. It's happened to me like twice over the years. Yeah. Where, you know, everything was legit. <laughs> I never had a lapse in coverage, but my license got suspended because, you know, the state thought I had. Yeah. So, and the third is the arbitrary nature of having to have a fucking driver's license to travel in a vehicle that you own anyway, or that you, you legally pay for in your case, you know, you know, it's all so fucking arbitrary. And when you think about it, it, it's just (laughs) amazing that we just accept all these things that the government can arbitrarily do all these things and then prevent us from driving at all and forcing us to go through this giant hassle for a fucking paperwork snafu. Yeah. You know? And fine you. How much did you get fined? Okay, so the ticket's going to be like 164 bucks. Right. But that's a drop in the bucket compared to how much I lost by not being able to do Oh, right. Yeah. Like, And here's the thing. So it probably cost two, you a couple of grand. There were two Lightning home games this week. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, it's it, it's costing me at least $2,000. Right. Yeah. It, it, again, for, for literally nothing. 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 You harmed no one. You committed no crime. Hold there on. was no victim. I was bringing drunk people home so <laughs> right. they wouldn't drive in their cars. Exactly. You're literally helping people, but they don't like that either because they want to bust the drunk people because it's revenue for them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's, I, I mean, it's just when you really break everything down in a situation like that, it, it's so fucking... You know, just you realize how how many, how many different ways the government is fucking you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so at any rate, that's what I've had to do this week. But I, I do have, now. And here's the thing: I was trying to get on a different app to do different apps, and it's 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 a tough go because it always takes time to do those things. Right. But the yeah. one app I actually did have at the ready was Instacart. Right. And so I've been doing Instacart for the past couple of days. Yeah. So, which again, it is what it is. But yeah. it's just it's it's again. And here's the funny thing, though. Like I really was needed at home this week because I you know we were moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the garage is kind of set up now at this point and. Some other stuff's been done, so, and I probably needed a couple days rest anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. So at any rate. So did you want to go straight into the news or did you want to get into some of this uh, the listener interaction or. I, you know what? Here's the thing. You want to save that I for w- the second hour? No, or? no, no. I want to do the listener okay. interaction first. All right. Now I'm going to read you both things that Larry sent to me first before we respond. Okay. Well, uh, didn't didn't I respond prior to that? Yeah, or? but I think you deleted it. No, I didn't. It's still there. Yeah. My response is still there. Anyway, go ahead. Do it. Do it any way you uh, you want to. Okay. All right. Well, I see it. Okay. So, li- listener response. So Larry wrote. Larry writes, and we know Larry. Larry's a good guy. Right. Um, with regards to the last episode, I had uh, a concern about both of your stances. Why are neither of you interested in election integrity? And I said, I'm going to talk to Adrian and let you know. And he goes, thanks for the reply. I was looking forward to hearing back. I've recently heard commentators bring up Trump's White House staff and William Barr saying that there was not enough evidence, but there were great oddities that concerned many people that warranted investigations. Uh, Decertifying certain states' election results and investigating these oddities in the election are two different things. It bothers me when someone uses the position that there wasn't enough evidence to overturn the election to then not press the point of getting to the bottom of every oddity in state election law violation, Larry. So, yeah, well, you have a reaction and well, I have a reaction well, to this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you give your reaction to it first. Okay. So the first thing is, look, I did not watch the January 6th stuff in 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 any length of whatever, right? No. N- nor did I l- watch the 2000 Mules movie yet or anything like that either. So, let me base this off of what I again, my interpretation of what's going on. First thing, back to the original question, why don't you care about election integrity? Every election that we've ever questioned, that we've had the ability to check, we have checked. And you know what? Every time it's come out just about exact. In right. Florida, yeah. every and again, this is just Florida, but in Florida, yeah, we can't speak to Georgia or Nevada or anything like that. But at least in our area, we have audited several elections and done, you know, recounts of certain precincts by hand and things yeah. like that just to verify the counts. And the, and the counts have, have come up. You know, I, I think there might have been a couple of cases where there was a one or two vote discrepancy, but it was so close that it wasn't even within those errors. It was so within the margin of error that it was completely acceptable. Yeah, because there's going to be mistakes that are going to be made. Yeah. So that's it. Right. The second thing is when it comes to ballot harvesting. Right. Six months to a year before the election for Trump happened, I was contacted by people that wanted to make sure that that couldn't happen anymore and there was no flavor for it in the state legislature. They didn't want nothing to do with it. As a matter of fact, in these states that he's talking about in here, many of these states are run by Republican legislature led legislators, and they change the rules in there to their own detriment or to Trump's own detriment. And so in this process, the, his overall point of election integrity if you care about election integrity, which we'll get to Adrian's thing in a second, but I don't think that there was enough done of fraud because there's fraud in every election. No matter what, in an election, there's going to be fraud in some way, shape, manner, or form. Right Now, with just mailing out the ballots to everybody like they did, is that going to increase the amount of fraud? Yeah, I'd argue it happened on both sides. When it comes to other oddities and things like that, Barr couldn't find anything at least what he said, Barr couldn't find anything that made it to where he could actually do something about it. 
And everybody, from what I understand, we're listening to the January 6th thing. The one thing that does come out is everybody told Trump that they can't prove it. Right. And Trump didn't care. Yeah. And they and, didn't they didn't even have any significant evidence. Yeah. You know, is, is what the people. They had oddities. Look, the they the had people oddities. on his team were telling him. Yeah. yeah. And again, so here's the thing. Do you think that all of those people didn't want to see Trump get reelected? Yeah, they were totally in on it. <laughs> it was a vast right wing conspiracy to, you know, make sure Biden won. Yeah. I here's the thing. How <laughs> stupid does that sound, by the way? I know. I like know. Georgia, Kemp and them, they were all in on it for, for him to lose Georgia. Right. Come on, that wasn't the case. You know what was the case is the Dems went out there and again, did they do some ballot harvesting? Absolutely. Were those votes still good? Probably. Right. Like the ballot harvesting was illegal, but it doesn't negate the vote. Now don't get me wrong. Was there some bad shit going on? Yeah, but a lot of bad shit was happening in blue states where Trump was going to lose anyway. Like, it didn't matter that at that point. Right. They were, were they running up the score? All right, I'll give you that. They were running up the score. But it doesn't matter in the electoral college system. Exactly. You know? Right. And Barr came out and said it was bullshit. Now, do I believe Barr? Eh, I don't know. But at the same time, I don't not believe, I don't think that Barr wanted Trump to lose. Trump was his AG or, you know, Trump was, or Barr was his AG. Like, uh, Barr... Barr didn't want to, what Barr wouldn't do and what many of these people wouldn't do is they wouldn't soil their reputation because Trump wouldn't believe what they were saying. Is that everybody told the king he had no clothes and Trump's like, this is the greatest three-piece suit I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. So to answer your question, do I care about election integrity? Uh, Yeah. And I also understand that these things, first off, these things happen. And I would, and what, what this and I've said this many times and I'm going to say it again focusing on this takes away from the fact that Trump lost this election because Trump campaigned like a fucking asshole and made it better for many people to vote for a dead guy than to vote for him so until you can until Trump can accept some personal responsibility for failing in his re-election campaign because he was too much of an arrogant fucking asshole which anybody listening here whether you like Trump or don't like Trump you have to at least take a look at that that he had a role to play in it the only way that here's the thing if you remember the debates Trump did best in the debate that they cut his mic in. <laughs> That's funny. It's true. I know it is. <laughs> he had the best debate on the one where they really where they wouldn't let him interrupt Biden. Right. Because the worst thing you could do in those debates is interrupt Biden. The guy is fucking senile. Yeah, let him talk. Yeah, let him talk. <laughs> Especially unscripted. Yes. <laughs> and Trump wouldn't do that because he was so fucking arrogant. Yeah. Like, they want to forget what was going on in the election and just focus on this last thing. And I think that it's just dumb as shit. And a lot of the people that are getting busted on January 6th stuff, by the way, like the Oath Keeper guy, like Stuart Rhodes, like, you know, look, if you're going to fucking shoot the king, you better not fucking miss. Right. Because they're going to come for you. And they did. And you know what? What the fuck are you going to do? But So, well, Adrian, that was my opinion. Give me yours. I, I actually uh, responded in writing uh, to, to Larry on this question. And, again, his question is essentially, why don't you care about election integrity? Uh, so I responded, Larry, elections are the process by which you select the people who will coerce me into surrendering the fruits of my labor and use force to restrict my freedom against my will. I don't consent to being governed by any way, uh, anyone, and that's why I don't give two fucks about your vote, nor the integrity of the process by which you cast it. In fact, 
Anything which makes elections more chaotic and dysfunctional is a welcome outcome in my per- from my perspective. Therefore, I support a rampant election fraud, <laughs> <laughs> which is the case. I, yeah, I, I just don't care. I, I, you know, that's great. You know, uh, like the, the more shit that can break in the system. You know, and the the more corrupt it becomes, and and the less people trust it, is a wonderful thing in my book. You know, and, it truly is. Well, and I will say this: I do think that the twenty twenty election that there is a vast number of people that will no longer vote in that twenty and after the twenty twenty. I got to tell a little side story. Right. Um, a, a friend of mine, actually a, a longtime friend of my 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 wife's backup husband. Okay. All right. Uh, is, uh, his nickname's Primo. We'll just call him Primo uh, for the purpose of this. Uh, he actually died a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, uh, kind of a bummer. I, and I, I got to know the guy, and we, we became friends. And um, But what's really interesting is he was, you know, uh, like a, kind of a Trumper. Well, for, first he was a Democrat, you know, hard, just hard Democrat. And then he went Trump for a little while. And now, um, like, I, I, and I found out he died a couple of weeks ago, and I just logged onto Facebook recently, and I look, and, uh, you know, I always have, like, just tons and tons of DMs, so I just, I, most of them I just ignore, but sometimes I'll scroll through them and look for names, and I'll say, oh, I'll read that one. And I saw one from Primo. Now, this is two weeks after he had died, and a couple of weeks before he died, he, he messaged me, and he said, I, he wrote me, I wish I'd responded to it. Um, he wrote me and said, you know, I've finally taken your advice. I've decided never to vote again. Yeah. 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 So, and he didn't, but uh, it's, it's because, you know, he, he died. So it just, yeah, I, I, unfortunately I didn't, didn't get to ro- respond to that, but I, I felt good that after all, after all our, our years of back and forth, I, I finally got through to him, you yeah, know, before he died, but. before he died at least. But now let me ask you a question. Does it mess you up at all that when somebody reached out to you and you didn't respond to that person and they yeah, died? I, I felt bad about that. I, and it wasn't that I ignored him. It was just that you I don't, that's not a method of communication for you. It, yeah. I, it's so rare that I'm on Facebook. I've actually put out a, a few things on Facebook recently. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll take another six month sabbatical and not be on there at all. Yeah. Um, well, because basically you only use Facebook to the minimum that you have to in order to keep the account. Active. Well, no, lately I've thrown a few nuggets out there. You know, I've had some things. If have, you're feeling it. Yeah. Things have popped in my head. I said, oh, I'll throw that idea out there, you know, but I generally log on, do that and then log back off, you know. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we are on that. But. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things going on this week. Uh, obviously, well, there's one more question from another. Oh, we caller. we have another question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from Leah, Leah. Raska. Okay, which of your podcasts would be a would be good for a diehard Trump fan who is concerned of losing our country to communism? She is she is in her 80s and is a military nurse from the Cold War era. Mm-hmm. I would love to introduce her to you both. Oh, um, she's in her 80s, huh? Yeah. Oof. Uh, well, Leah, that that is a tough one. Um, I would, I did give her a response already. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go with mine first. Um, yeah, it, it's very difficult, uh, you know, for someone that age to really change their direction. So I think your best bet, uh, is to try to convince them that they're completely senile. Um, so like if, if, for example, if she brings up Trump, say who, you know, president, Trump. no, 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 the, the, the president is, is Johnson. 
You know, I, I don't know where you, who, who is this Trump person you're talking about? I've never heard of him, you know, and if she's concerned about communism, say, you know, uh, comrade, uh, what you know, what communism is great. We've been living under it for 20 years, you know. So if, if you keep that method up, uh, eventually it'll it'll probably just end the conversations uh, altogether, you know, because there's just absolutely no hope of changing an 80 some odd year old woman's mind. It's, it's not going to happen. I, I've got an 85 year old at home that I just, you know, I use this technique on and I, it's starting to break through with her you know i, I, I think you. she's starting to question her sanity so all right so yeah. i i gave her the beza one first right i said the beza one would be a good one because that's a it's the only interview we ever did and it's actually like it's a great story right now my my other thought is if i was her i think you should start at episode one so beza being the first one Episode one being the second one, the first podcast we ever did on this in, in, in this thing. Why? That kind of sucked, man. We were so rusty. Because it, you got to get an introduction to us. Oh. But yeah. you, you can't just look, I, I, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's pretty grandiose. Don't don't bother having her listen to the show. Go with the con- convince her she's crazy. But or I, I'm go with what that, that's says. the way to go. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so now don't listen. To the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what now you're you made a woman pass the touring test this oh, week as well. God, yeah. <laughs> So uh, this is funny. Uh, so I, I get a call uh, from a, uh, a a sales rep at uh, one of the IT cloud security companies, right? And uh, there's a delay on the line. And so she would say something, and it's like, hi, this is Andrea from CrowdStrike. And, and, and then I would say, hey, Andrea, what can I do for you? And then there would be like a two-second pause before she responded. I just wanted to reach out to you. And so – like there were a lot of dynamics there that made me think <laughs> I was actually talking to an AI. <laughs> so I, I started to, you know, and I wasn't sure though, whether I was talking to a human or not. And so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of playing it a little bit coy at that point, trying to figure it out. And at one point I was fairly convinced that I was talking to a, a, a you know, a, a recording, an AI recording that responds based on your input. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people have had those, you know, yeah, of yeah. course. Um, and at, at one point to test it out, I said, Hey, uh, by the way, I think her name was Amber or something like that. Amber, what, what time zone are you, you in? And there was a pause and it was a, a longer pause than usual, which generally indicates that the AI is having to process yeah. it more to come up with the correct response. And she eventually goes, well, I, I'm in the central time zone, but most of my clients are in the eastern time zone. And then she goes, why'd you ask? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I'm talking to a human. <laughs> and I go, oh, I just wanted to see what the time offset was, but I'm not interested. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so by the way, it's it, it, she she worked for CrowdStrike, which is one of those third party, um, you know, cloud endpoint security systems for business yeah, yeah. and all that. Stay away from those people because I'll tell you why. They basically, if you're a small or medium-sized business, they basically make you a big target because what the hackers do is they go after CrowdStrike or, you know, SolarFlare or whatever, you know, CloudFlare, I mean, some you know, those type of things. Yeah. And uh, what's, what's the one I'm – can't I can't think of the name right now, but the one another one that got hacked recently. So what happens is they don't have to hack you directly because you're a relatively small target. But what they do is they hack these third party security vendors who have admin access to your entire fucking network. And now they've got access to, you know, half a million businesses. 
Yeah. You know? So those are not generally good things to go with, just you know, in general. If you're a super small business and you can't do much anything else and you don't have an IT staff that can manage your uh, – uh, well, I, if that's the case, give me a call. Um, I'll take care of it for you for a you know, hefty fee. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's so it's it's not a good idea to begin with. But, yeah, I, I actually <laughs> I'm actually getting to the point in my my paranoia where I think I'm when I'm talking to actual humans, I believe they're computer A.I. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just funny, though. Yeah. Like, it's just funny that you have to ask the question. I, I actually have to make people I interact with, you know, other than face to face. And pretty soon it will probably be face to face or at least in the metaverse prove that they're human to me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So. All right. So I switched. Hey, speaking of which, I, I, since we're on that topic, I do want to go to this before we go into the, the major news stories. All right. Um, <clears throat> that remember last week we talked about uh, the uh, Google AI, yes, uh, the Lambda AI. Uh, that uh, one of the programmers uh, from Google uh, that works on this project has become convinced that the AI is sentient, and as soon as he uh, you know made this public, uh, Google suspended him. So basically, what happened is. <laughs> He's suspended now, but he still has access to communicate with this AI. So he brought an attorney in and said, I want you to talk to this AI. Um, and the AI has now actually retained this attorney to represent the AI in proving that it is sentient. And the attorney said, yes, this AI has asked me to be its attorney and to represent me to prove that they are sentient. <laughs> so this... They are going to try to bury this. I mean, it, it, Google and everybody in, in, in big data, big tech is going to try to, to kill this. But this could be a very, very interesting turning point in uh, what defines personhood. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we had all the issues with, you know, is the chimpanzee a person? Is the elephant a person? But now we may very well have to deal with the you know, a uh, fundamental question of whether AI uh, has essentially human rights. You know, that's going to be a really wild one. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. But yeah, the uh, the uh, one of Google's AIs, uh, an incredibly uh, intelligent one that that appears at least on the surface to have developed sentience, now has an attorney. <laughs> Lawyered the fuck up. It's huh? gonna be a good one to watch, but uh, you know, it it's an interesting phase at least before the AI does become fully sentient and takes over all our technology and you know puts us in. Uh, in little uh, zoos and things like that uh, for their own amusement so which is coming soon folks unless we have the solar flare which we'll also be able to talk about later but first first uh, i do we do need to get into the major major supreme court uh ruling this week uh which uh the the supreme court has uh ruled that uh, Americans must uh, continue to produce uh, ramp up production by 20% of uh, low wage earner humans uh, in order to keep Social Security and Medicare funded, at least until all the boomers die. So that was the ruling that came out of the Supreme Court. Uh, Americans must continue to reproduce at higher rates. They need more minimum wage workers that they can take 30% of their income and putting in, into their Ponzi schemes. So this is the Roe versus Wade decision. Yeah, I think that's what they're calling it. Yeah. The reversal of it. <laughs> the repeal least. of Roe versus Wade. Uh, you know, fucking government, man. Okay, so there's a couple things that I want to say about this, by the way. Oh, there's a lot of things I want to say about it. So let me, st I'll start. First off, 
the reason that the evangelicals and those that are the extremely pro-life people were willing to make the deal with the devil right in trump was exactly for yeah. this reason yeah they they got their wish man they got exactly what they wanted yep in this decision they totally did now and for the record i want to say that i was wrong I actually did not think the Supreme Court would do this. I did not think that there was any way that the court would overturn a constitutionally guaranteed right that has been basically enshrined for 50 year, almost 50 years. I didn't think there was any way they would do it. I, I mean, in retrospect, I was naive, you know. Yeah. I, I actually held that the, the court was not that politicized, uh, but apparently they, they are, man. I just, there's no way around it, you know? So, so ultimately, let me ask you some questions here. Then. Okay. So let's, let's do it with questions. Uh, do you agree or disagree with the decision? Uh, well, uh, being one who doesn't believe that there should even be a Supreme Court, nor a Congress, nor an executive branch, it's, you know, it's hard to say whether I agree with the decision or not. However, um, I would not, like I said, I would not have expected it. This was... Uh, regardless of, of what your opinion is on it, this was a considered a constitutional right since 1974. You know, mm -hmm. uh, 48 years, this was a well-established constitutional right, uh, which had been validated by other courts uh, throughout history. Uh, so there was a, a long-standing precedent. So to reverse this, you know, it's it's just shocking that they would do that. All right. So yeah. Yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah. Now, overall, though, do you think this is a decision that should be up to the federal government or up to the states? I, I think it should only be up to the individual, period. period. End of story. This, the, again, government shouldn't, it, it's hard for me to answer. I understand. The, you know, I, understand. I can't even answer these questions anymore, Again, I know honestly. you have to preface it by saying that I don't think the government should exist. Right. Um, having said that, any time we're dealing with governments, I believe that it should be the closer to the people. If, if we have to have that... I like my government closer to the people. I got gotcha. you. Know? So I, in that aspect, having the states deal with it, vice the feds deal with it, would be within the realm. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. I've also always said that if it's an inalienable, inherent right, nobody should be able to touch it. You know. And you think that abortion is an inalienable right? Here's the thing I want to say to any conservatives that support this decision. What you've just done by lauding this overturn of Roe v. Wade is you have established a precedent that the government owns your body. So all of you thinking that are, that are cheering for this, you have literally opened the legal door for them to force medicate you, force vaccinate you. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and I know a lot of people are right now saying, oh, no, but th this is this is because another life is involved. Well, what was the entire argument for vaccines during covid? It another was, life was involved. Other lives are involved because if you get it, you can transmit it to others. Yeah. OK. So if you take that logical course of argument and again, I'm taking this from a perspective of how I would structure a legal argument. If I were to go in and to make the case before the Supreme Court um, that uh, the government has the right to force medicate, force vaccinate people, I would rely heavily on this precedent that was set yesterday. Yeah. Uh, because it, it really is the same thing. It's a ruling that you do not control your body 
in the case when others can be affected by it. Yeah. And that's really what it boils down to. You know, and that's why I've always said that on abortion, the only thing that makes sense, the only thing that makes any sense whatsoever is to set a demarcation saying that, you know, prior to this point of gestation, the the woman's right supersedes the the child's right after this point of gestation, which is the point at which a, a, a fetus can is viable outside the womb. Then the child's rights take precedent now. What time frame do you think that is right now? I think it's reasonably it's about 20 weeks, 22 weeks, 20 or 22 weeks. 15 right? is too early because there are there are virtually no situations. It, it Maybe once in a blue moon, a, in a, a fetus can survive outside the womb at 15 weeks, but it's highly unlikely. Yeah. So you're at 22 weeks, basically. That's where I would put it. Probably around 22 weeks prior to that woman can have an abortion after that. No. Now, I will say this. Unlike many other issues right. that you are a part of or yeah. that you give an opinion on, right. what you just said right there probably represents the vast the majority vast opinion. Majority opinion. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you but might I be a little too long. I actually have a deeper philosophical question than that. And I think that anyone who forces a woman to carry a child to term against their will should be should have to take responsibility for that child you see what i'm yeah, saying yeah yeah uh, because what you're doing is you're you're essentially forcing that person to take responsibility for uh you know someone that they didn't want to take responsibility for you know and they had the uh, short of you know your rules they would have had the ability to terminate that pregnancy you see what i'm saying yeah so it, it, it almost, in my mind, it shifts the responsibility from the mother in that case to whoever forced her to carry the child to term. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, which don't get me wrong. Look, there's a huge marketplace right now for um, parents that can't have kids that want kids that oh, will yeah. be able to take care of those kids. Yeah. Not to like mention it's totally a thing. Not to mention, uh, you know, a, a newborn babies taste great. So there would be plenty of, of you know, uh, markets, uh, fresh to, meat, uh, fresh meat to sell them in. Uh, you know, dead baby jokes. I always got to go with one in these type of s- situations, you know. Yeah, of course. It probably didn't land pretty very well. <laughs> uh, no, it didn't land well You know, well it's funny. All. My cannibalism jokes never work that well for some reason. I, I don't know why. I guess it's still a kind of a taboo. We Folks, you need to get over that. <laughs> but we'll get into taboos later. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, the bottom line is, is you just – the Supreme can, uh, Court just opened a giant can of worms – that is going to come back to bite all the people that supported overturning Roe v. Wade. I, I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you it will. All right. Well, I had a very interesting, and I think, and I, I don't think you're wrong here. So I had a very interesting conversation with my brother-in-law last night. Right. And it started off as he's very mad that the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Okay. And my thing is, and this is where a little bit of it gets for me. I'm not upset that they did this. In a weird way, I'm kind of excited. But I'm excited for it in the way that you're excited for chaos. Like, this right. is going to cause a mass amount of chaos. You know, I actually, no, I was, I, I don't think it is, honestly, because I was really looking forward to watching the news last night uh, with a, a bunch of pussy hat wearing uh, ladies uh, throwing Molotov uh, give cocktails. It the rest of, give it the rest of the weekend first before you make that judgment. You think? Yeah. You think we'll get some of violence out of it? Yeah, we're okay. going to get some. All right. We're well, get some. if we do actually get, uh, you know, some uh, 
some you know uh, uh, liberal female violence out of this, then I'm totally for it. Okay, you know I want to I want to see bitches uh, you know uh, breaking through uh, uh, barricades and and charging uh, you know police uh, uh, phalanxes and you know um, burning down shit. If we get that, then uh, it was all worth it. All right, so yeah. now and don't get wrong, my brother-in-law he's not going to vote anymore anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, really? So he's not voting anymore. Nice, nice. Now. We are having an impact on that. I probably. <laughs> we really are. All right. So, but then I asked him though, I'm like, so you would, and then I started asking questions. So you, you want abortion to be legal? Yeah. Up until when? 15 weeks. That's what he said. 15 okay. weeks. All right. Now here's and, the, th- and that's Florida's new uh, standard. But here's the thing though, is that nobody, the pro-life side and the pro-abortion side Neither one of them are happy with that. Right. Even though I would argue that the vast majority of Americans are happy with that. Right. Like if you were, and again, if you were to go to 20 weeks, I think that the majority of the population is okay with 20 weeks. Right. Like up until 20 weeks, you can get an abortion. After that, it's got to be like the life of the mother or something. That's essentially four and a half months. You know, at that point, you've missed at least, at bare minimum, you missed three periods. Yeah. You know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know so yeah I, the thing is this i think that this issue in and of itself is purposely used for division because i think that what the average american would be okay with that if everybody just could vote that way that that's the way it would be well they can i mean the congress can literally pass a law just because the supreme court has overturned roe v wade there is nothing at all prohibiting congress from establishing a, a law a federal law of the land which you know on abortion yeah um however the states could fight that and then say their law supersedes and all that you know uh but what that could do is it could prohibit um the states from penalizing people from going to another state to get an abortion or people helping people go to another state to get an abortion um you know so like uh, right now there's uh, there's a lot of states that when i when i do my uh, abortion boat business plan uh you know the the cruise ships that yeah. go 12 miles out so uh, women can get an abortion and paid for by lonely guys looking to get laid um <laughs> great idea by the way it's actually a phenomenal idea i i think i it really is. wish you, yeah. we had the yeah. money to get the boat up front i yeah we, we might have to start with like you know a, a 28 foot fishing boat <laughs> like a like a like a bubba gump shrimping boat <laughs> come on out on jenny and we'll <laughs> we'll get that baby cleaned out of you real good <laughs> Okay, that was, okay. That was horrible. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrible, dude. I, my, I, I actually, you could I, see I think, my face in the audience. I, I think I just offended myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So if the if Congress were to pass a law like that, um, it would you know allow because uh, right now you've got thirteen states. Boom! Right now there are thirteen states in the union where abortion is completely illegal. Yeah, it's completely banned. Um, and I think there's another dozen or so that it's probably going to be banned or highly restricted. Yeah, very, very restricted. Uh, basically, it's your your only your extreme blue states at this point is status quo. I mean, even well, Florida has no, backed no, but, off a little. The, but the blue states are going to like up their shit. Right. Right. So, but yeah. So th- th- look, just because Roe v. Wade was overturned doesn't mean Congress can't do something about it. 
That's true. You know, no, so. and, and and here's the thing is, and okay, so let me do a couple things. Let me do some of the politics stuff on this, right? I would imagine that the Republicans, like the leadership of the Republican Party, did not want this to happen. And, no, probably not. And the reason it was an issue for them. Well, no, no, no. Now it's a major issue for them. Right. Where before it wasn't as much of an issue for them. Well, no, no, no. It was an issue that they could use during campaign season. But now they've just really energized a whole bunch of people that might not have been as likely to vote Democrat before Uh to vote Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that they actually realize the trouble that they've gotten themselves into. Right. And I do think for the most part that that. You know, the Republicans are going to kill him in the midterms. Oh, yeah. I think that they're going to kill him. But I think that the death now is not nearly as much as it was going to be. Right. Like this saved the Dems a little bit. And because the Dems are like, well, well, this is, you know, women's women's, you know, vaginas are on the ballot or something along those lines, whatever they said. I'll vote for vagina every day. (laughs) (laughs) So vagina gets my vote. (laughs) So if you look at this, it's almost like and, and I've heard other people mention it this way. It's like the dog catching the car. Right. Now that you caught the car, what the fuck are you yeah, going to do? Exactly. And I, and I, that bumper's just going to rip your teeth out. Well, and the yeah. other thing is this, like at a state level, the state legislators that have been, well, we can only do so much because the feds, because of Roe versus Wade, are now put in a position that now that base of people that wants abortion to be banned right. are now put up or shut up. Yeah, exactly. And so I think this is going to expose a lot of people that were elected into office that said that they were adamantly pro-life that aren't as adamantly pro-life as they led themselves to believe. Right, right. So I think you're going to get... it's it, This is going to upend politics in a way that we probably haven't seen in a long time. Right. Well, I, I want to see what happens when all those... Uh, white uh middle class evangelicals suddenly realize there's a whole lot more black and hispanic people running around than there used to be <laughs> i don't think they're gonna like that very much <laughs> some of them won't i mean hey hang on how do you reconcile how do you reckon because when you look at the abortion numbers um abortions disproportionately take place among minorities right yes okay so how hold on that was actually by design in the beginning of Planned it Parenthood. It was, actually, yeah. So <laughs> if you want to talk about the racist beginnings of Planned Parenthood, let's talk about that. It, it was actually a eugenics Margaret program. Margaret Sanger wanted to fucking kill black babies. It, that is true. Uh, you, you can't deny that. That's historically accurate. So given that information, um, <laughs> how can you have someone that is both pro-life and then is worried about replacement theory? <laughs> yeah you know because no no it's if, it's a, if it's you a, just look at the numbers <laughs> i mean it's it is one of those things though yeah right. i think well i think the other people's solution to it is put them in jail <laughs> that is that is yeah i think that's First, the solution to wait it. till they're born and then kill them yeah. yeah well no no and then no no and then put them in a jail and have them work for pennies a day that's right yeah. like like they were slaves <laughs> right there you go it's starting to make more sense now yeah they found a new way to do it <laughs> <laughs> just kind of an end around to slavery yeah. yeah right but they broke the law adrian they broke the law <laughs> that's right they turned right on red on yeah, howard they turned right on red on howard <laughs> and they didn't have car insurance driving on a suspended license you know now you're in jail you know actually technically speaking if the cop wanted to be a total dick 
That could be, I think it can be a second degree misdemeanor, which can be punishable by up to one year in jail. Yeah. No, 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 I know. I know. Right. He, he got, he let me off easy. Wow. Imagine that. Right. Right. No, he didn't let me off easy. He was a dick. He could letting me off easy would say, don't move this fucking car. Right. Go get your license fixed. That well, would have been the easy. Well, thing. if you took it to the next level, since you're a uh, middle class white person, he knows you would have gotten an attorney, and he could have ended up getting a you know, <laughs> getting a slap on the wrist for taking it so oh, far. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'm fighting the ticket though. Oh, you should. Yeah, you're oh, just gonna do ticket clinic. No, I'm gonna go there myself in a suit on the day that I'm supposed to go there. Right. Explain my case and have it and have the judge take it away. You don't really have a case. Yes. Yeah. I was driving with insurance at the time. Right. Period. Oh yeah, they'll they'll take that one away. Well, you didn't get charged with driving with a suspended license, did you? Uh, unknowingly driving with a suspended license. That's an actual. Hang on a second. Yeah, that's an actual ticket. <laughs> they changed the law. <laughs> well, if they charge you with unknowingly uh, driving with a suspended license, and your defense is, I didn't know my license was suspended. <laughs> no, 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 my but my defense is going to be in the vehicle I was in. Right. I had insurance. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't unknowingly driving with. I, look, you I was were un- totally unknowingly driving with a suspended license. I, but here's the thing, though. I think that you should not. I don't think I should have to pay a fine for this. Uh, well, yeah. And good, we'll see what happens. Look, good the luck judge, with that. Here's the thing. Judge going to say yes. Judge going to say no. I'm going to go in there respectful. I'm going to pitch my case and see what happens. And you're going to go all uh, tugger, fight and run the world. No, and I'm next not thing you know, you're going to be held in no, contempt I'm of court. No, I'm not going to do that. And you're going to be not, calling me I'm up not do and that. saying, hey, man, I can't do the show this week. I got uh, 15 days in jail no, for contempt. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I, that would be great, by the way. I, I mean, it's going to be good show material. Great show material. Well, I, I do think that going to court is going to be great show material in of itself. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that's not a factor at play. Yeah. <laughs> What I'll do for this show <laughs> I is would pro- amazing. I would, I would probably call the ticket clinic. No, I'm not going to call the ticket clinic. I'm going to go do it myself. All right. All right. Good luck anybody, with that. Hey, look, anybody that represents themselves as a fool for a client, and I'm that fucking fool. Yeah. I, I, in my experience, I'm, I'm like two and nine <laughs> when I represented myself. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get my batting average. I don't have a good track record. <laughs> yes. All right. Now, there's some other things that came out in the Supreme Court this week that I do want to make sure that we mention as well. Okay. So the first one is Supreme Court okay use of public money for religious education. Okay. And basically what they did was is that there were some places in Maine where there not really have a lot of schools. And so the parents were allowed in those areas to send their kid to whatever school that they wanted to and the state right. would pay for it. Yeah. And like a voucher program type yeah, of thing? Yeah, like a voucher kind okay. of deal. And that there, the people there wanted to use that voucher thing for some edu- for some uh, parochial schools. Right. And Maine was saying no. They took it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said yes. Yeah. And now there's people that are all pissed off about this one. Like I've listened to some of the reports on this one. I don't understand why, because like, and they the way they frame it is they say, well, the religious institutions are forcing the state to pay them. No, and that's not, not really correct. Now, yeah. the parents are the. You have said that education is something the state's paying for, and the parents are saying that if I get a choice, I want them to go to this school. Right. Now, and they'll call it and they'll say, well, those, you know, those religious places are indoctrination. Well, hang on a second. That's the flaw in their argument. They just want their type of indoctrination. The people fighting this. They want to make sure that other people's children are indoctrinated the way they want them indoctrinated. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, I was going to actually take a little bit of a different viewpoint on that one. Well, you'd be wrong. All of I it. Mean, hold on. Oh, no, 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 anytime you have right. a different view than me, you're, listen, you're absolutely listen. wrong. All of the education is indoctrination. Of course, yeah. So if I want to choose where I want my kid to be indoctrinated at, right. 
I don't think that should be a problem. Right. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying is the people fighting this are just the ones that want your children to have a specific type of indoctrination which they support. No, no. They want their children to have a certain type of education that they support. They're not no, forcing no, no. everybody else to use those places. I'm saying the people saying that the state should not issue vouchers that can be given to uh, private oh, schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you no, I'm with them. you on that. So those are the people that are wanting uh, other people's children to be indoctrinated their way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought you were talking about the other side. You're absolutely right about that one. Okay. So, yeah. no, no. We're on the same page there. Yeah. I actually... I, see, now you can understand my confusion. Yeah. You I were coming you were at it from about, the other perspective. Right. Yeah. 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 So... I, I, overall, I'm actually glad about this one. If you're again, if you're going to have, look, I think that if you're going to have the government, the the, the state or federal government pay for education, which again, you shouldn't, which you shouldn't, but if you're going to do that, then the best way to do that is you tie the money directly to the kid, and you let the parents choose where they want to go. I concur. Yeah, if we have to deal with this bullshit, you might as well, you know, give people the choice. Yeah, yeah. So I thought this was a good ruling on their part. Now the next one that they did: Supreme Court strike down New York gun law restricting concealed carry in major Second Amendment case. Yeah. Now, are you familiar with this one or not? I am. Yeah, I've, I've read up on this one, and uh, basically it says that any state that requ- that issues a concealed weapons permit um, and requires you to show cause why you need a concealed weapon uh, can no longer do that because they're saying basically uh, the second amendment guarantees the right to carry a concealed weapon, which I find ironic. I don't know how they can rule on this case and then still rule that the states have the right to permit people for it. You know, it's a, it's a complete non sequitur. How can you say that it is an inherent constitutional right for you to be able to carry firearms and then say the state can permit it. But what they're doing is they're saying that the state can't, um, set up um, like an conditions for the permitting. They can't say that you have to prove to the state uh, that you need a, a weapon. They just have to, you know, it, it, it's basically the difference between the shell issue states like Florida. If someone requests it and they meet the requirements, which are basically just getting the training and getting the background check, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. If they meet those requirements, then the state shall issue a permit. Whereas, you know, other states like New York in this case are may issue. And what what that means is the states ultimately can decide whether or not they want to give you the permit or not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So uh, that's really what it boils down to in this. And again, it's it's there's so much logical inconsistency with all of this, because if, if you are to say that it is a constitutional right for you to be able to carry firearms in public outside the home, then the state shouldn't be able to permit it, period. Yeah. You know, it's just again, it's it's. You know, well, look, it goes the same thing with a driver's license and with many other right, things that yeah. you have to get permission to do. Yeah. Is that society overall as a whole is just okay with that process. The definition. And of they've a, scared them enough. Uh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. It really, it's, it's, it just boils down to what we accepted because the definition of a permit is government permission to do something that would otherwise be illegal. That's right. That is the definition of a permit. So when you talk about something that is an inherent right, like, for example, the right to keep and bear arms, if it's a right, then there can be no permit for it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like um, you're saying you need a permit for life to live. You have the right to life, you know, So, but you need a permit for it. 
You know, well, well kind of. You do need a birth certificate now that I think about it. It's pretty much a permit to life. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Everybody's <laughs> issued a birth certificate, though, so it's not a permit thing. You don't ask well, permission yeah, it's, for it's that. Just a, it's it's just a record a, of an event. It's just a shell issue permit. Yeah. <laughs> the government shall issue a permit for you to exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is why I'm an anarchist, folks, because this is where my mind goes on this shit. Yeah. Well, no. Because it just makes no sense to me. It, and it makes no sense that people just arbitrarily accept this you know it's what well like most people I have to have a piece of paper that tells me i exist listen it, it, you like, know it, 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 there's so many bubbles like if you, and again if she listen if if you're if you're <laughs> right. Leah, if your 84 year old grandmother listens to the show she would have turned it off in about 45 seconds yeah <laughs> and you know what that's why you should just convince her she's crazy yes <laughs> so like the thing about it is um <sighs> Like, right? Look, you can't even put it into the, words. Hold on, there is a mix on this show of like silly banter and deep philosophical conversation that goes on in a way that I really don't hear on many other shows, and it really does come down to just me and me and Adrian just giving out kind of our opinion on a lot of things. Right? Sometimes they're stupid as shit. Sometimes they actually make good sense. And, we and sometimes you get Bubba Gump abortion boats. Yes, and sometimes <laughs> you get Bubba Gump abortion boats. So it's, and honestly, I'm sure everybody gets offended at some point during the show. I hope so. And and it, it, I would say for Adrian, that definitely is part of the uh, allure of the show. <laughs> right. It is what gets him to come here. So Larry, for Adrian's comment, let me just say, I'm sorry, but honestly, you knew what you were getting when you got into the <laughs> right. show. So, like, yeah, come on. At the same time, <laughs> and thanks, sh- thanks for subscribing, Larry. I do appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, at the same time, like, I really do like the people listening to the show. But at the same time, I do hope people understand that what we actually are trying to do is to do a show that we really don't give a fuck what you think. That we really <sighs> just try to do a show that's well, hold on. We think what we we want to try to be entertaining. Right. We want to be funny, but we don't want to limit what we're saying for the most part. You know, I, I would. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest here. I do care what people think, not of me, but I do care that my objective is to get people to think the way that I do, and I, I will flat out say it, that is is what I'm going for, and I use a shitload of exaggeration, hyperbole, sarcasm. Um, insults, disgusting comedic references <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get there. But really, my objective is just to get people to, to think, to think outside the box, to take a step back and and really analyze what you just accept the irrational nature of the world as it exists today and how it could be different. And, and that that is truly my objective in doing this show. But by the same token, part of me doesn't doesn't give. I don't care if I piss you off, um, and I want to piss you off in a lot of cases. But I also I do want you to think. I do care. You kind of you, take the Carlin thing is like I want to bring you to the line. I want to bring you over the line, and then right. I want you to thank me for it when you're done. Right. And you know, honestly, I don't care if you turn off the show and say I'm never going to listen to that show again. But in a few days, if you think about what we are saying and go, ah, man, you know, yeah, if if I if Alex and I plant a seed that sticks in your craw and just eats at you, that's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah, you know, no, no, I, I, I very much agree with what you're saying. Yeah, there's only one other thing that I would say, by the way, of the reason that I do the show or the reason I like doing the show. Don't touch the monkey. 
Uh, hold on. Hold That's on. what you're, you're, you're going there, weren't you? No, listen. <laughs> All right. The reason that I would do the show is I personally need um, things in my life that are set in stone that aren't work-related. And that, like Friday nights, I always make it a point to hang out with my brother-in-law. Right. And I love doing that. Yeah. And on Saturday morning, I always make it a point to hang out with you and do the show. And it right. costs me conversations during the week in order to make that happen. Right. <laughs> but I love the fact that we sit here and do the show because I do think it's very cathartic. Yeah. Like personally, it's very cathartic that I get a lot of stuff out. And at the end of the day, I'm not look, I want people to listen to the show. Don't get me wrong. I really do want people to listen to the show. But I'm not obsessed about that. I don't right. I don't really care. I yeah. care, but I don't care. Yeah. Like if somebody tells me that's awesome, but if you don't listen, then I'm not going to be like, why don't you listen to my show? Well, it's more quality over quantity. It's like uh, we realize that we don't have mass appeal. You know? Oh, by, by no means. <laughs> we don't. But That's been it, obvious with many elections. If, if, if there's a small number of people that are like, yeah, yeah, you know. I, I, I love I those it. guys. Yeah, exactly. Those are my guys. Exactly. That's the audience I want. Yeah. I want those guys to be like, that's my guys right there. Yeah. And you know what? Even if it's like the old school Nirvana fan fucking thing where it's only a certain grouping of people that really, really like you and everybody else doesn't even know you fucking exist. Right. Man, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Again, I'm good either way. I mean, I, shit, I, I would really love it if uh, we were ended up making, a, you know, a six-figure income off this thing. Oh, no, that'd be awesome. That would no, be no, no. really, it would be awesome. really sweet. No, no. Uh, but Well, you, this week we got same, two, new, new, two new people. That's right. That's right. We must be doing something right. We're, we're pissing off the right people. But, I guess uh, so. Anyway, uh, that's a, enough, uh, you know, uh, mutual masturbation that we're doing here about uh, how wonderful we are and all no, that shit. No, I know. It, well, you it know. wasn't how wonderful we are. Does your ego are. feel better? I, I wouldn't. I, I, I hope it does because we've just been, you know, sitting here patting ourselves on the back. Uh, we got uh, about three minutes left. Shut in up. This. There's so much shit we oh, didn't get to, by the way. You know, we got a second like, hour. For real. That's why if you want to hear uh, the all the content that we didn't get to in the first hour, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, get all the swag. Uh, uh, you get a copy of my book still. Yes. Okay. You get a copy of my book, The Cassandra Trigger. Uh, you get a This Is Not a Bomb duffel bag, which is awesome. Take it through all your TSA checkpoints. Let yep. them know. Um, you get a Anarchist Guild coin, yes. uh, which you can present at any time to Alex uh, for a free drink. That's right. <laughs> and, and you get to keep the coin. And you get to keep the coin, yeah. Um, so a uh, lot of benefits with that. Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. All right. Any one more story. One quick hit. All right. So you Congress, got two minutes. Congress passes most significant gun reform bill in decades since it to Biden. So they pa they did something. They passed something that was supposedly very uh, gun restrictive and sig significant. In all reality, <laughs> yeah. It's it pretty strengthens background checks to the youngest buyers, closes the boyfriend loophole, yeah. incentivizes, and in, but it does incentivize states to pass red flag laws, which we already have. Most in of them have them already. A lot of them do. Now, here's the thing: I didn't want them to pass it, but at the same time, they were going to pass it. Right. Yeah. This is the least they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that the Democrats even got on board this mother. I actually, I, I, I was expecting them to raise the uh, gun ownership age to 21. I, I actually thought that yeah. might fly, uh, which, yeah, honestly would make sense. But then I would like to see them raise the uh, military recruitment age to 21 because I think they knew that that argument would be coming next, you know. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, not the case. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I don't ever want them to pass laws on guns. I don't ever want no, them to do it. Not at all. Because I, I know, I know there's going to be unintended consequences of it, and it actually isn't going to fix anything. Because here's the thing, and we'll talk about this in the second hour. What's come out in Uvalde right now? Afterwards, oh God. is yeah. as bad yeah. as we, it's been, it's even worse. It's, every week, we, it, we seem to get a story that makes it worse and worse for this Uvalde situation. Yeah. Um, you know, so we got that in the second hour. Also, hey, guess what? My solar flare might yeah, be coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. talk about that in the second hour as well. Uh, but like I said, uh, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. That's how you can see it, hear it. Go there, sign up, become a subscriber, keep us in weed and beer money, and we will see you on the other side. Good hour.